Hey, this is Mateo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Closet. I'm Emma Wilman, and my co-host is Mateo Lane. Today, we're both in different area codes. I'm in Los Angeles. He's in Spain. And we get a chance to catch up. We talk a little bit of pop culture, catching up about the VMAs. My recent obsession with Pete and uh, Ariana, which was truly embarrassing. And I get a little talk in with Kike about what it's like to date a comedian. Very interesting to hear the other side of things. As always, thank you guys for listening. I can be followed at Emma Wilman and Mateo can be followed at Mateo Lane. Please rate and subscribe. That really helps us. We're trying to get on the charts. Thanks, guys. Okay, Emma. (laughs) What are you up to? I'm in my speedo in Spain with Kike caressing his back. And he like says hello. Like we're about, this, that's like the most phone. That's like the that's like phone sexual. It's very call me by your name right now, except we're <laughs> age appropriate. <laughs> I just, um, I'm sitting in a park. Age appropriate. Park. I'm sitting in a park. I actually still haven't seen that movie. I'm sitting in a parking lot in L.A. Um, my main anybody that has them in L.A. It's very well documented that it's spread out. and You need a car to get anywhere, but. Right. I personally like driving. Here's where I have the problem. And this sounds so this is so ridiculous. I have a problem because I'm I'm so used to I'm such so, so bad at planning that like the way, you know, if I don't if I'm not eating at home, the way that I'll like eat in New York is I'm walking down the street or I'm somewhere and I'm like, I'm hungry and then I just go into a bodega and it's done. In LA, right. it takes it doesn't take much planning, but it takes a a two percent of planning, which I don't have. So I'm always fucking hungry here because i'll be driving to like something or like go to a meeting and then they don't have a bodega at the meeting so then i'm like in my car like where do i get food and then i'm driving around and then i don't know like how to get food so it's like i'm fucking well that's the thing with los angeles too it's like and sometimes even if you do see food like one time i really wanted coffee but i was driving and then i saw a starbucks and i was like oh i can't park at that Mm -hmm. starbucks i can't i see the thing that i want and i can't get to it and if you want to get to it it's so obnoxious and then yep. one time i was starving and i was like oh maybe i'll eat there Mateo, i'm constantly starving it is. yeah <laughs> that's why everyone's so thin in la it's not because of actors and actresses because they they just can't get to the food they want it's it's so i yesterday i literally i had to cancel two shows this is what happened i've been doing hot yoga since i'm here i found uh there I, there's like a free week promo thing of this place called Core Power Fitness. Do you remember when I okay, took the yoga class? Okay, it sounds pretty gay. Pretty, r- pretty gay. Yeah. Except it's, I've noticed it's all, it's a lot of straight guys in there. Remember when I took the fitness class with my sister, like the booty butt blast? Way no, back. a booty, no. We, a booty we butt named blast. an, we actually why, named. Wait, I have a question. We why named an episode after it. Why do they sound like, oh, I forget what I say after two seconds, but why does every single like, yoga place sound like some sort of like horrible gay porn <laughs> right the core power booty butt blast it's like yeah these were videos that were banned in the 1970s right. i can't even believe that people are paying like mothers are paying to go to these classes you know what bothers me is like i was in central park and i was walking and there was like a group of mothers literally the babies are in the carriages next to them like the babies are like 
I mean weeks old. And the moms are in like some class, like the trainer, like a boot camp class. Like the, the trainer's mm. screaming at them. He's like, let's move. And then, I'm like, you know what, moms? You know what? Can just like, I feel like it just was like this thing. They have to I'm find like, time to work out. They have no time for themselves. But doesn't it, isn't it crazy that like in America, like men and women, we just have to be fuckable all the time. And it's like you, the thing that's next to you their is the thing health. that you should be You're, focusing on. It's their mental health. It, it's, they're working out for different reasons, probably. But I mean, it's like, there's literally like a, a, a fresh born child screaming for milk and the mom's like getting yelled at by like some hot gay guy being like, give me seven more, Sandy. And it's, it's like, you the, know, the thing in the carriage next to you is what you need to be focused on. <laughs> you can wait mom, three fucking months. Moms just don't have, there's so much pressure on moms to do it all like that. I, there's an interview with Ali Wong and the um, interviewer was like, so how do you do it all? Like you have a kid and you like are in shape and you, your career. And she goes, I'll tell you exactly how I can, I pay for a nanny. She's like, I, it's not fair when people like, these celebrity moms are like, oh, I just manage it. It's like, no, like I can afford to like have my kids be watched all the time. Right. That's what she said in her special. She's like, the one joke I love is she's like, my next life, I'm a Mexican. She's like, because Mexicans are born into a system. They don't need a nanny. They have a right. tia, an abuelo, a primo. I'm like, yeah, that's so true. That is actually, totally. Yeah, my, my friend, my, I have a friend and she's still, I graduated with her and then she still lives at she lives with her mom, but she's like, oh, I have my own part of the house. And she's like, then she was like, she was talking to me and like two other white girls. And she was like, it's different. She's like in, you know, in my family, she's like in Mexican family. She's like, it's much more traditional for us, like all to live, like live together. We have our own space, but like, it's like, we all do it unless we get married. And then when someone gets older, we move in again. She's like, it's like, of nice. course. It's like, sounds, yes, sounds Italians do the same thing. Oh, Emma, since this is coming out the week before our Netflix special, can we quickly talk about the trailer that they just released? Yes. So, wait, so our Netflix special comes out August 31st and this will come out. Oh yeah. Good math, Mateo. This will come out tomorrow, the 23rd. And I am not only am I not in it and I do not say a single thing, but it is like they, I mean, like, it, I, I mean, I'm not upset about it, but you I'm are in whatever. It. I, girl, you are in I it. Say, they just don't have I dialogue. Say, I, <laughs> it makes me feel like they didn't like me. And then I'm like, Oh God, did I not do a good job or something? Like I felt like I did a great job, but then they you just did a like, great focused job. on like, <laughs> am I being super insecure? I completely understand because I constantly get it in my head that like anytime I do something with acting, the people think I'm a bad actor. So <laughs> be like, I'll be like, Oh, you know, this person, I just like picture like I go in for an audition and then the casting director's like, Oh, it's so sad. Cause she was so nice. Like she's just such a bad actor. And I had an audition the other day where, it, the woman really liked me. Like, she's like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. Like, I'm really, I really, like, I've wanted to have you in here before. Blah, blah, blah. The part was, like, for, like, a gay character. I know the star of the show. Like, it was so, it, it's a date that I could do. Like, the woman was rooting for me. And then she kept asking me to give different variations. And I could, I didn't, I thought I was doing a good job, but I couldn't feel it. And then I didn't hear anything over the weekend. So I, like, made this whole story in my head that, like, I needed, that, like, that like the woman was just like oh it's like sad it's it's sad that like you know a nice person is such a bad actor like blah blah 
And then so I asked my acting agent about it. I was like, I feel bad that the woman probably feels bad that I'm such a bad actor. And he was like, what? He was like, Emma, 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 Emma. He was like, um, I, I met, you know, she actually reached out and told me that they're giving, they wanted to give the part to a, uh, a person of color and a man. They're recasting it. And I was like, ah. Oh. I mean, it's, so, it's like, oh, so it literally has nothing to do it with has you. Nothing. Yeah. And at this point, I was like, can you just tell her I know? Don't let her think that I don't know that I'm not good at it. <laughs> What is with us comedians? You know, we're so fucking needy. Self-absorbed, like, too. Like, I was like, yeah, oh, you mean she hasn't right. been? Because we were there. We know that you you were great. You were great. You know, I, it, also, this is so funny, because, like, I texted you. I was like, oh, I was the obligatory faggot, where it's, like, the only part they show of me is, like, dancing or going, yes, queen, yes. Oh, my God. Not even something I say. It's a joke. I'm putting it. So I'm like, and the, but, I mean, you know, what's cool for you. And I'm not saying this is a, like, you get this. But it is cool that, like, it was, like, they have you in there a lot, which is great. I mean, they that is, like. It around, they featured around one of the outtakes of the, when we were doing the interview. So they also, I see, that's funny because I didn't, the dancing, I didn't even think of that with the Yes Queen. I, I didn't even think of that. that they, I know. But, but I'm just so some, insecure. But it's also like what you feel insecure about is what comes up the first thing that we'll think it is. Because, like, like right away I'll go to, like, which it's just it's just interesting, too, because, like, that's, like, I, I wonder what straight white guys think. Like, if they're not featured in something, what do they think? Like, why do they, like, because they couldn't be, like, all think, oh, I look funny and they couldn't relate to me because this and that. But what do straight white guys think? I don't know. I don't care. I mean, <laughs> like, I, just, I really don't give a shit. I mean, it was, I look, I'm coming off. I should take this out because I feel like I'm coming off so, like, No, you're not. Headed. No, Mateo. You know what it is? I, no. I, and you know what it is? It's because I was nervous. I'm nervous. I think that's what it is. I'm nervous. You know how, it's interesting. It's so interesting and empowering for people, for people, myself included, to hear someone like you who, I mean, I don't want people to be like, oh, they're just, like, massaging each other, but <laughs> someone like you who's so good-looking and talented to then feel insecure like it's like when you say that stuff i'm like oh that like okay like everyone has that yeah i think so i mean i bet you you talk to angelina jolie for like three minutes and she'll she'll admit to you why she hates her life you know what i mean i feel like everyone you think is just like this huge star is just like oh no everything's horrible totally 100%. I think it's, I think it'll be, you know what? I shouldn't even complain. I have a, a Netflix special coming out and that's exciting. And I don't know. I'm staring at my beautiful boyfriend, Kike, who wants me to take a photo of him right now. I'm like, I'm on the phone doing my podcast. I can't. Yeah, he's, you're working. Um, did you guys I'm watch working, the VMAs? Kiki. No, I didn't. I just saw Madonna for like being like, Aretha Franklin is me. I mean, it was, it was like, first of all, I don't know what Madonna was wearing. She looked like, she looked like a voodoo doll, and then, or she looked like someone who sells voodoo dolls. And then on top of it, she comes out there and she's like, she's talking all about her. I'm like, Madonna, this is not. And then people were like, well, it wasn't supposed to be a tribute to Aretha Franklin. And I'm like, so what? I was like, she sounds crazy. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. What? So what happened with it? Because I just saw the picture. So she was accepting an award. No, Madonna was presenting. I or you know she was given an award. Now I don't even know. I just watched part of the speech that I I, I clearly only watched enough so I could make fun of it. But um, but yeah. Did you did you see what she looked like or no? I saw a picture of it and then I was like, I got to see what Mateo thinks of this because I didn't get it. I didn't. Was she? So she was dressing up 
as what? And she was dressed up as, I think, a, I don't even know. She had like, she went to like Home Depot and bought rope and tied it around her head and then put a cross and then like wore like, of like, like a witch's cloak or something. Now, and then who was she giving an award to? I think she was giving, getting, getting the award or got the award. Or, I don't even know. Now I'm just talking on my ass and I don't even okay, know. Okay, because I was, I, I, had, couldn't, like, I couldn't tell what, yeah, I couldn't tell what the fuck it was. And then someone wrote it, tweeted at us that they liked it when we talk about pop culture. And I, I love, thank you for saying that because it's fun. To- oh, yeah, we should talk more about pop culture, shouldn't we? I'm gonna, I like I talking about pop right culture. Now. I, um, yeah, Kike. I like talking about Sorry, Emma, I'm literally having I'm having an argument with a Venezuelan man who's begging me to take a photo of him and I'm like, I am barely no That's I totally can't take ridiculous. A photo of you. Tell him he you can't do that. Emma Emma says I can't do that, Kike. He doesn't care, he's in a speedo. Um That's we should, I'm like we should talk more about pop culture. And I thought about that. We should have pop culture moments or something. But then I'm like, Oh, all I care about is Mariah Carey making a new album. Did Mariah was Mariah Carey at the VMAs? No, she's in Capri recording her album. Is it disgusting that I know that? No. I um, let me just I want to close in on Madonna and say this last yeah. thing about her because it's like I you know, I really loved her when I was a kid and I thought she was such a badass. And then mm-hmm. it's like as she's getting older, I don't she's still beautiful. I mean, I know she's had work done and stuff, but she's still beautiful, but it's just like I feel like she's 60 and she's making very strange choices that I don't know. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's like that was the nicest way for you to say that for someone who does such like zingers. Like you're such a zinger person. That was such a nice way to say that. Think about that. You just said she's making strange choices. That was such like a you could have just like ripped her down. She's making very strange choices. That means you're probably don't you think she is making? You know what it is? It's like because when Ray of Light came out, that album, she was 40 when that album came out. And that was like, it was so like evolutionary and revolutionary for her because it was like the spiritual side of Madonna and this new type of music and this new look. And it was really like an evolved version of Mm -hmm. Madonna. And it it was like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. Like the same with Emancipation of Mimi from Mariah. But now Mm -hmm. Madonna is like 60 and she's still like, I fit into my daughter's jaggings. It's like, girl... What are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, show us some wisdom. Show us some, like, you know, like, be the, the icon that we, you know, that you can be instead of being like, my daughter and I were the same size. And it's like, you know, and then, like, walking out with, like, rope on your head and, like, a witch's cloak. Like, I, if you're not going to be a Disney villain, I don't know what any of this is for. Also, it's like she's appropriating something. I don't know what, but something is, there's something funny going on there. She's appropriating the the, the um, boat section of Home Depot. I mean, it was like, I don't know what she was dressed in. It was like mesh over here and rope over there and crosses over here. I was like, That's... are you Ozzy Osbourne's like lazy cousin or something? <laughs> it's so... Like, what are you doing? You're making some strange choices, Madonna. She must not have a friend in the world that... Because if I were even a piece of that, I would... I, I feel like I've put time into cultivating friends that would be like, Emma, no. Well, you would have someone in your life to say to you, this is inappropriate. You know what I mean? Right. But, but that's the thing is when you get that much, when you're that big and you have that much power, it's like, who's going to tell Madonna? No. You know what I mean? I mean, right. Madonna has to get dressed and turn around and look at someone and say, how do I look? And there's got to be at least seven gays there who are like, you look good. I mean, it's like, I don't know what 
I don't know. There's a lot of. I mean, there's a lot of strange choices happening. And also, may I just say this? Jennifer mm-hmm. Lopez doesn't age. I don't know what deal I with the devil her. she made. I love she her. She looks amazing. No, I just found I, out that they. I love her for several reasons. Tell me what you just found out. Well, I, I found out that they created Google search because so many people were trying to look up um, Jennifer Lopez's dress at the Grammys like 15 years ago that they had to look, that they had to put like a search thing so people could go and search for images. I heard that Ooh. was a rumor, but if it's a rumor, it's good enough for me. Well, <laughs> I, I love her. <laughs> if it's a rumor, it's a good enough for me. I love it her. It is good because... enough for me. <laughs> I love her That's all I need. I get it. I love her because, okay, now, I want this to come across the right way. She's a pretty good singer. She's a great dancer. Ooh, Jennifer singer. Lopez? I wouldn't Jennifer say Lopez. she's a good singer. She's Okay, she's no. an okay singer. She's an okay actor. And she's an okay she's, dancer. However, she's such a hard worker that she's made herself undeniable at each one of those things. So when someone can, can become super famous by the sheer willpower of pushing themselves to the limit of whatever they have, they, you know, her natural body for a dancer, she had to work at all that. But because of her work, she created everything she is. And that's something I can get behind. I'm not naturally talented at anything. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty talented at networking and dirty talk, radio and putting on a live show. Those I'm pretty talented at. Other than that, I'm not naturally talented at anything. Nothing. Not one thing. And even the people on <laughs> the live shows hit or miss. Well, this, this, of, this is the thing. This is the I'm thing not a naturally talented that, writer, but I'm a hard worker. This is this is the thing with Jayla. First of all, you are talented, Emma. And secondly, this no, is the because thing I work with Jayla. Is that she is she's a she's a great dancer with a lot of drive. Is she a good the singer? Mm, she's 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 not a great singer. She's not even a great actress. But she just she can do she it. She makes she's it so, work. She's so good looking that she makes it work. And that's what that's what I'm about. Someone who, you know, Jennifer Lopez, Ryan Seacrest, Nick Cannon, these people have milked their smidge of talent. There's a comic in Boston. Every time I go see him, God, the guy is so funny, Mateo. He's so great. And he had a little bit of heat years ago, but then he moved back to Boston and he's kind of like, I'm out. And when I go back and I see him, I go, God, that guy's funny. I was like, if I had one of his jokes, I'd be able to milk that into an hour special because I'd be like singing and dancing and I'd, I'd figure it out. But Emma, you don't give yourself enough credit. What's wrong with you? But it's to say that it's really, I really, at this point, believe so much of it is about like the amount of work that you'll put behind it. You know, like my brother is really smart, but he's like, was never really interested in a, now, now he started applying himself like later on. He's doing really well. So I think, but, I think, I mean, all the people that you mentioned, Ryan Seacrest, Nick Cannon, it's like, I think these people just show up and put in the work. I mean, I think they have a lot to do. They with put so in a lot. You know who are talented, but they don't. They don't want to put the work in. And it's I mean, like, talk if you about don't want to put the work in. Talk about putting in the work. I mean, Ryan Seacrest. What the? He's not. I mean, like literally, what the fuck? And yet, like he put in the work. That's if Ryan Seacrest can be as famous as he is, then every one of us can at least like own a bed and breakfast. You know what I mean? <laughs> And he's the weird thing about him too is he. I haven't met one person who likes him. I mean, he's really? like one of the most unlikable people. Who, who have you ever heard in your entire life that says, "God, love that line, Ryan Seacrest." Thank God. I've never him. even heard I mean, someone talk about him. Right, but he works more than anyone. So it's like he's an unlikable person who gets work. That's another thing too about him. 
the, the fact that they put him on the morning show with Kelly Ripa is the most ridiculous thing. I can't think of one person less likable and less relatable than Ryan Seacrest than to put him on the morning. You wake up and what are they going to say? Ah, oh, my yacht won't work. I mean, it's like I'm trying to get my coffee made and get my six kids out the goddamn door. I have to watch Ryan Seacrest come up here and pretend like he's relatable and likable. I mean, it's all so ridiculous. Well, he... He is an escape. The thing that's weird with him to me with him and Kelly Ripa is they're just like the same person. So that's where it's confused. Yeah, but Kelly Ripa is likable. I mean, that's the weird thing yeah. about her is that she's actually likable. He, right. I can't mean, I'm even, we, when we was on American Idol and watch American Idol as a kid, I was like, who is this gay man who is pretending not to be gay? Who is just, a, he's like, Seacrest uh, out. Like he's the cheesiest, cheesy of cheesy. I love that. I wonder what your Uncle Mike thinks of him. Uh, you know, Mateo, um, I don't, uh, the Ryan Seacrest, uh, he doesn't bother me much. Uh, I don't watch, I don't watch him. Um, but doesn't bother me much, you know, that's what he would say. <laughs> I, by the way, I'm not saying Ryan Seacrest is gay. I'm just saying he's, I always thought that he know. was, but everyone thought that. So. Did you see the video when Brittany realizes that he's not gay? No. Oh my God. When they're like, and Ryan's a girlfriend. And then she like goes like her, like eyes get really big. And then she whispers like in a question, like, girlfriend. Like she was oh my like, God. Was, I like, love she her. couldn't believe it. What I, was, <laughs> I mean, I was, love. but she was still sort of lucid. You know, that's what, what I think is so mad at me right now. Literally not taking pictures of him. Tell him to like chill. It's just an hour. Emma, what do we got to do? Emma, Emma said, I'm going to, she goes, literally push him in the pool. And I love He's him. Laughing. I love him. Well, okay, I love you, Emma. You're such you're such a workhorse. It's well, you got. I mean, well, what what is this picture? Is it just like an amazing picture? A picture that's you know just laying down in a feet. I mean, you know, it's not it's not worth it. Um, <laughs> he needs to start modeling. I wonder what other type of what other pop culture stuff can we talk about? Well, this was the thing. So here's something really embarrassing that I've started following, and it's really fucking weird. Now this is weird. I cannot stop. This is weird. I can't stop following the Pete and and Ariana accounts. I'm following the <laughs> aunt. I mean, I know I've known Pete now for years, but the person. Yeah, we've known Pete for a long time. I've known Pete for a long time, years. I mean, I I have this memory of I ran into him at just for last years ago, and my phone wasn't like my phone wasn't working, and I had to meet someone. And it was when he was dating our mutual friend and he was, I had just been with her and he was like, Oh, I'm like, good to see you. Like, sorry, I didn't get to hang out with you guys. And then I was like, yeah, was, my phone actually stopped working. And then he took my phone. He like waved his hand over it and it started working again. I was like, what the fuck was that? And then that's you, when I was like, what is he like Jesus now? Could be because I was like, well, how did he do that? But watching, it's so weird to see someone now be like, mediated that you know but there's something about the two of them it's like watching it's just so i can't stop watching it i don't know what it is it's like the faces they make at each other like she kind of she kind of uh talks like a a a a, a sexy baby like there's a lot of things going on <laughs> that's what that's not an observation i had my the, uh, the art therapist friend said that but i was like yeah you're right it's kind of hard for me to like, I'm sure you feel like you're the same way. It's like, it's hard to comment on it because we know Pete. Um, 
I have to say, you know what? Like, what? Look, whatever makes him happy makes him happy. Um, I honestly, I, they seem like it seems like it's working out. But to me, I'm also like, well, they're both hot. They both have millions of dollars. Like, yeah, what's not to work out? You know what I mean? Like, oh, a lot doesn't work out. I think that they there's a lot. I mean, also, you know, and also when you have the option to date so many people, it's hard. But I think that it's also a case of. You know, they're both really young, and I really liked. I know that there was a lot of controversy around the Manchester thing that he had made a joke about the the what happened at her concert. First of all, the joke he made wasn't even that bad, right? And secondly, like he's dating a like she's dating a comedian. Like, isn't that what right. comedians we make jokes about stuff? And I'm not saying I'd make a joke about the Manchester thing, but it's like, and also, is that like a thing? I doubt she even cares. Well, a, a lot of her fans did. And so, but the way she handled it was great because she was like, I don't agree with him, but he's a comedian. He makes jokes like, and he didn't apologize. And then she didn't, she said, I don't agree with him. And like, I'm sorry for your feelings, but she also didn't apologize for him. And that's when I was like, oh, this, okay, that's a good, that's a good foundation, you know? Well, the thing is, she's really smart. Like when she's interviewed and stuff, she knows exactly what to say. She's very like aware. And, yeah. I don't she's know. I mean, I'm a long ass time. She's been famous a long time. What is she? Seven now? I mean, she's been famous yeah. for seven years. So she's, right she's, she's turning. She's turning eight years old on Tuesday. She's turning eight years old. I mean, she did an interview. There's this great video of her petting a dog. I have to send it to you, where she's talking about her looks, and every time she pets the dog, she like pets it harder and harder and harder. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> the, the dog looks like he's like suffering. It's very funny. I so. Um, I had a conversation with, with, I keep almost saying her real name. I had a conversation with art therapists about being in a relationship. Oh, how did it go? Well, this is what happened. So we, I had been staying at her place the two weeks before I went out to LA because I was subletting my place because I thought I'd be in LA sooner. And because of that, we were getting to spend a lot of time together. But what's, see, in a way, you and Kike are like, it's almost like great that you started out long distance because it's like, because no matter what, you would need to be traveling a lot. So, and it makes, so it kind of set up a thing where it's like I was seeing her a lot more than I would be able to, even if I was in the city. And so now that I'm in LA, like I, I think I'm having a harder time settling in into LA too, because I miss her in New York, which is hard. And I feel so self-conscious about like not being able to give someone like, what they need in a relationship because I've gone a lot, but she's going to, you know, what you know what people need. And I found being in a long distance relationship besides being forced to take photos of him next to a pool when he knows I'm working is what they need is just communication. I mean, Kiki and I want to see each other and be with each other all the time, but when you can't, you just, you have to, you just talk to each other. And I don't think that I know because you're used to like the physicality of being there and having to visit because you feel being physical is going is giving something extra and it does but also the most important thing is just that you're showing that you care and you're showing that you want to make mm-hmm. an effort and as long as you can show those things you can do that in a multitude of ways and get her dinner on uber eats or talk to her oh, or message her when you think of her and yeah i mean there's ways to be there now especially with all this technology that we have that you can you wouldn't have been able to be there before. It's not like you're like writing her a letter. Therefore, I miss the yep. of you. You know, you're just sort of, you just, you know. Well, I, so when I asked her, it was after we went to go see Gail. Shout out to Gail, who's been on the show. So, because it's hey, 
women, women ones love, I know it's, I know it's a hacky thing to say, but women ones love activity. So once you get in a relationship with a, and it's a more women one, they'll be like, well, what are we doing this weekend? Now for me, I like to sit. So I'm like, well, I was going to sit. I was going to send eat. I was going to send emails. <laughs> then I was going to sit. I'm the exact same as you. Yeah. Then I like to go exercise maybe. And then, you know, but then I have to go out for shows, but I can't say that. So I was like, so it's already pushed me to be more like social. Like we had brunch with a friend and that's good. And then it was like, okay, we're together for the weekend. That's good. You're responding like you're a robot learning human culture. You're like, we did brunch. That was good. But Literally, there's a comedian named um, Kevin Ryan in New York. And we were talking the other day about, you know, he's in a relationship now and his girlfriend moved to New York. And he's like, so she was like, oh, I want to meet your friends. And he's like, well, I see my friends at comedy shows and we like catch up in the green room. That's it. He's like, but I had to like make right. it seem like I had a well-rounded life. So I had to like message my friends and be like, <laughs> You guys want to go on a double date? And they were all like, what? And he was like, please. <laughs> I know. So it's we weird because I'm sure thinks the same thing as me because it's like, I all I want to do is like sit and rest and then maybe go to the gym. And then you you have to get ready for your shows. I mean, in a sense that you do six shows at a night, I don't, people don't realize that it like, it like destroys you. And then because you're basically revving up to do shows at night. That's what it right. is revving up that's exactly the and word then and then we have I, to act like we're human right exactly and i was not and it makes it hard too because it's like all of a sudden i've got someone that like loves and supports me and like she not trying to brag she finds me hilarious so it's like i can like then i can hang out with her and she's like cracking up the whole time so i'm like oh i'm killing it over here so, so then <laughs> it's like the urge to go out and do comedy for strangers who don't give a fuck about me all of a sudden it's, you know what i mean like they're not gonna help me like if i have a stomach ache they're not gonna rub my stomach you know, so right. Like, Actually, you know who you should that. talk to about. You should you should ask Kike about this because he's been on the other side dating a comedian. Right. That we. Do you want to ask him? Sure. Yeah. Hello. Hi, Kike. How are you? Good. And you? I'm good. It's nice to I'm hear your so, voice. I'm I'm so proud of both for the next piece. I feel like Thank I'm you. watching watching the trailer. I almost cry. You did. <laughs> well, but Emma is, is thank you so my child. How you're welcome. Tell me, tell me it, what you want to ask. Oh, I wanted to ask, what's it like dating a comedian? <laughs> it's fun. Really? <laughs> yeah. Is it sometimes? Um, I don't know how to do it. I think this this conversation needs to be in private. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay, I just fair enough. to make like something bigger. <laughs> because I, no, it's, it's, Mateo's it's, probably it's staring fun. at you right now too. What? Mateo's watching you right now too, and people are listening, so you can't speak totally. Yeah. But I tried to tell the person I'm dating now. I tried to say, you know, it's not. There's a lot. We were talking the other day, and she said. You know, when we first started dating, you seemed a lot more confident in your comedy. Now you seem very insecure about it. And I was like, yeah, oh, that's true. I was lying. Yeah, that's true. But it's like, that's, yeah, that's, I was lying. That happened with Mateo, too. Because when you first start dating someone, you can't be like, oh, I'm a neurotic mess. You have to be like, oh, yeah, my career is going great. And then once you get them, once you hook them, yeah. you got to be like, every night, <laughs> I'm a mess. <laughs> and I don't know how this 
be able to go into work and I hope it goes well and I'm going to practice this. I have two, three shows today, so I will try to practice and at the end it will be better. You think, Amore? You think that it's going to be like that, Amore? That's what exactly. That's exactly. He gets very nervous, but he's always, he's funny. Sometimes he's the joke is try to stop the to be funny because he repeated so many times to me. <laughs> Let me asked, tell you. You don't think it's funny? That's the other thing, too. I In the beginning, I go, it's fun to come to shows at the beginning. And comedians it's are impressive, new. like, once or twice to their significant other, and then after that, it's a bore. No. But it's not a bore. A joke? No. It's also not a no. bore, too, because we're forgetting that they're not coming to the show to necessarily watch comedy. They're also coming to, like, spend time with us. Yeah. I forget that because I'm like, oh, you've seen all the jokes. And she's like, okay, I don't really, I'm not coming to watch the jokes. I'm coming so we can spend time together. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's why I went to right. the commissioner, are like, I don't know how many times. The 700. Last, when I, yeah, I don't remember even. I know everyone now. Yes. And you I see. I really love all the, all the, like, the, how do you say the, the, the guys that are in the, the door? Oh, security. The, the security guys, they're so nice and like, I don't know, huge, but, but like, yeah. I, like, a, like a bears. Totally. Like teddy bears. It's, it's good, also, it's good to, to date a, a, a comedian. They, they, you just realize that you are like a little bit more, because when you see, when you, see, when I see Mattel, at least in, in the shows, he looks like so confident and so like, I don't know. And then he started to... <laughs> I'm wildly insecure. Uh, something like that. Not that much, but I don't know. It's so... It's so... He had some, so, such a good body, and he when we came to the pool, he said to, Amore, I, I need to... What are, what, are, what are we doing? What are we doing? Where are you going? Where... And you relax. You're on vacation. I, I, you think I need to... to, to, to what you say about the sunblock? No, but it's not that much sun. But I think I need to put it on. I'm nervous at the gay pool, so I'm like horrified. No, it's that's mm. so funny. You know, but you you are in like a huge stage with a lot of people. How a, a small pool can you get like? Because the stage is judging me for my brain. This pool is judging me for my butt. No, the stage but is also judging me for your butt. Yes, that's don't true. The teachers are watching your butt, too. They, this, this thing is, is, it's so interesting, too, because the, seeing comedy through someone else's eyes when they start coming to a lot of shows, because the art therapist said she was like, she was like, comedians are so um, anxious and sad. She was like, before they go on, they're, they're like anxious, and then they'll go, ha at the, especially at the cellar, everyone goes on like kills. And then afterwards, they're like, like sad. She's like, they, you know, they'll kill, and then they'll be like, ah, oh, I shouldn't have said muffin when I said turkey or whatever. And I get that way all the time, Emma. I'm like, I literally get that way all. The, I will literally walk off stage to people like shrieking, and it, in my head, I'm just like, Ugh. well, it's funny because <laughs> I know that too. But hearing someone else observe it, and it's such such a simple truth, I was like, yeah, okay. And she's like, and she goes, and she, she's like, I noticed that. Whenever a show goes well, comedians go, oh, that audience was great. But then if they have a bad mm -hmm. set, they go, I suck. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like you're never taking cre- when something's good, you don't take credit for it, and when it's bad, you absorb all the fault. And I was like, yeah, that's I just, how it is. I, I, you know, what it is too is like you have to understand too because we when I'm saying this to the people listening, like when you see when you do shows every single night, I mean, the reaction for the crowd, if I'd never done stand up and went out and did that and the crowd reacts how they normally react, I would be like on cloud nine for eight years. But then the fact is, is like, Oh, you get it six times at a night. You know what I mean? Like you, you start looking at it more like a science. You're like, Oh, I have to be, I have to work on this and I have to work on that. And they didn't respond to this and they like that joke better. And that, you know, it just becomes like, yeah, it becomes like, doing mathematics or something it's like mathematics i also recently i had a set on i had a set on saturday which i was so unhappy with and something it's i'm having a really hard time finding something to open my set because i'm not opening with what i had been opening with that i did on netflix i'm not opening with what i opened with on colbert and what i wanted to talk about is i wanted to just like get right into like gender stuff but it's coming out be coming out just being like you know I'm the man one. That's like a lot for people. So it doesn't always, I'm getting a reaction I'm not used to where it's like people are kind of pulling back when I first come on stage and I'm having a hard time with it. But I also had something, this happened the other night before I came to LA because I haven't been doing a ton of comedy out here, but I had it the night. I'm having a, a set. It's going great. And then I have a joke about my uncle that I always refer to him as special needs. And I was really tired. I, and then I said the I said the R word, and oh my God. I didn't realize it until the audience days at all. It was going. It was not like a set that was going okay. And then the mood changed. It was going great. Like it was like a love fest. And then I said the word, and then I didn't. I feel the pullback, and then I go, Oh my God! I I was like, I usually say special needs. I don't usually say retarded. And then and it was like, and then I'm I'm up there going, He's my uncle. I love him. I'm literally. It's like I said something racist and going, Oh, I have a black friend. It's okay. It's okay. Like, I'm like, I was like, no, no, we're really close. Like, you know, it's so he doesn't know I'm talking about him. That didn't work. Like, I was like, you know, like, he's retired. He doesn't know what's going on. Bombing, bombing. And then I was like, okay, look, like, let's pull it back. I don't usually, I usually say special needs. Like, I, like, I, I apologize. I misspoke. I, and then afterwards, I was like, oh my God, it's so touch and go. Like, some they, people can be loving. You. That's why stand up is so intense because they can be like loving you. And then it's like, nope, now we hate you. And it was like, that was yeah. a 30 second, that was like, Within 30 seconds, that happened. And also what's crazy, too, is, like, how does the audience sort of all get on the same wavelength? Do you know what I mean? Right. How do they, like, I never understood that. I'm like, they all, from that person to that corner, that person to that corner, they've all decided, okay, we all agree on how we feel about this person. Like, how? Like, how? It, that's such a good point because I didn't, yeah, it was, it was so, it, this is the most quick that's ever happened where it was, like, it was such a hot crowd. And it was at the Village Underground, which is like an, a beautiful venue. It's my favorite place to perform. Yeah, it's my favorite place to perform. My favorite place. It's like packed. I don't know how many people it is in there, like 150, 200, something. I think 250. 250. The sound in there is great. I love the staff. We're having fun. And then, and then I was kind of like looking like, wait, what happened? Like, what did I, like, did I shit on my face? Like, what happened? Boom. Did, nope. you ever, did you get them back or no? Mm, kind of. I got him back when I said, wow, like, obvious, like, I said, like, I was like, feel how weird it got in here. They laughed at that. But then I fucked yeah. up again. You have and to go, address it, though. 
I had to address it. This is after like 30 seconds, which felt like forever. But I, so I address it. They laugh. And then I go, I'm never going to make that mistake and say retarded again. And then it was, and then I was like, and then they went back to shrinking up. And I was like, geez, that's nice. Like, I'm, sa- I'm saying I'm never going to say it again. I was like, oh my God. Like, fucking, you know. I, I'm so t- nice to my uncle like, and his special friend. I write some cards. I write some cards. I'm in the I'm I'm in the R word community pretty much. Like I went to a special school. Like you know I I'm very sensitive to him and his needs. I just fucked up. I, it's also okay to just fuck up. I mean that happens. You know what I mean? Oh, also a little disclosure. To... I say the R word in my personal life. Everybody, I go is that person, and then I say it. So oh there my go. god, Emma. I don't give a shit. You know what? But can I just say something though? I was thinking about this. Since when did comedians become politicians? Why are we suddenly right. forced to abide by the same rules that politicians do and speak so eloquently on things? It's like, you know what? Like, I'm trying my best to be obviously not punched down to people who don't deserve it. But like at the same time, I'm just making jokes. And it's like we've gotten this standard. Our comedians have to be like wildly extra caring. No, that a comedian is here. No one should hold a moral standard to comedians. That is not our job. Our job is not to be here, to be some sort of, you know, Oprah Winfrey, everyone, let's learn about, you know, blah, 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 blah. I mean, obviously, I try not to be super offensive in mine, but... Right. Um, and I don't but, mind yeah. being held to that standard. I really, I'd rather have people be like, hey, don't say the R word than me say it, and everyone be like, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, give me the benefit of the doubt here. Like, I would hope by virtue of the other things that I've said, where it's like, I'm self-depreciating and I'm also like trying to like make fun of people that are oppressive to other people. Like everything that I'm trying to do and you too is like, you know, like we're othered, like it's trying to like move something forward and it's not easy. And like, I have to deal with a lot of like, it, you know, isms coming at me. And then like, I'm on the side of people trying. But Emma, to you're also it. being way too hard on yourself. I mean, you, you make a mistake, you make a mistake, you move on. I mean, you right. know, the good thing is that audience is not Colbert. They're not going to see it for the rest of your life. I mean, it's, that's where you're supposed to be making mistakes. You, you, you're right. working them out at comedy clubs. And then, you know, when you go on stage or you're filming your next special, don't yell the word retarded. Right. What? And, that's, but that, and then that's when I get kind of mad at people. Cause or I'm you like, can Ooh. call your next special that. You can call your next special that and be like, what's the big deal? <laughs> Could you imagine? You know, I was backstage. Oh, I mean, can you... Can, you oh, would be the only time. person to watch it. I was backstage at a show <laughs> at a new venue in LA and I was on a show with um, Dimitri Martin, who is so nice. Have you ever met him in person? No, I just remember like his show when I was in middle school and then that's all I remember. And I barely what? remember the show. I just remember he had a big nose, long hair and I was like, I don't, I don't remember anything else. You want to talk about a guy who is so, he's just so like genuinely kind and calm and he's like, He's really cute. Like, he's someone backstage. He's, like, going over his jokes, like, meticulously. He was, like, meticulous. This is the show I kind of bombed on. He's meticulously going over his jokes while I was literally, like, where's, is there free pizza here? And they're, like, yeah, it's out front. And I'm, like, oh, do I have time to go get it before I come back? So I'm worried about pizza. And he's worried about his jokes. Guess who had the better set? Fucking shoot me. But he is so nice. And he was talking about how, uh, he was just talking about having kids and writing his book and all that stuff. And he's, we were talking about comedy and he's like, you know, sometimes I'm like enough with the jokes already. And I was like, that's what you should call your next special. Cause he's such a prolific joke writer. Like 
it you know mm-hmm. so i'll kind of i'll call mine the r word and he can say enough his can be the enough of the joke <laughs> um i have to go in like two minutes because they're kicking okay. us out so i'm gonna lose reception but i do want to say i want to name my special um faggots revisited because that's what eddie Hilarious. murphy called the track or one of his titles on his album in eddie the murphy 80s is gay i emma watch what you're saying i just i i feel it i don't i think he no i don't know if he's gay but i think he's he's I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I, I'm not going to say those words. But um, but I'm I just think it's my funny Adderall that that kicked a... in and I'm drinking coffee. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm in this parking. So I'm in a. I'm in a. I'm in a Whole Foods parking lot. I'm in a Whole Foods parking lot in a Jeep with my phone plugged in, drinking coffee out of a, literally a bottle I bought at Whole Foods. Like, I'm literally sipping it like it's a brown bag of alcohol. <laughs> Can someone draw a picture of me on a rooftop in Spain in a Speedo with Kike, and then you in a parking lot in Los Angeles in a Jeep taking Adderall, sucking a coffee down in a smart yeah. water bottle? Yep. In a parking lot at a Whole Foods with a trucker hat on because I've started wearing a trucker hat because I don't want to get sunburned. Emma, my stomach hurts. I'm laughing. I'm all served up. Come at me. I just hope the parking lot attendant comes over here. Also, I had had my period for three weeks because of my birth control, and I stopped. So it definitely made me a little more edgy. Oh, my God, Emma. I'm laughing so hard. Oh, my God. Okay, all right. I think I need to go because they're kicking us out. But um, it's like you're gonna call. It's like you're just a faggot. Wait, we need to record. Okay, yeah. We gotta do this. Yeah, kidding. well, we could do that. We could do that later. Yeah, yeah. We could. We could. We'll talk to Tyler. We'll do that. We can do that another time because I'm literally okay. the, the staff is like, you need to leave. Okay. I'm like, oh god. Um, listen, I love you so much, and then I can't wait to catch up with you soon and stay okay. safe in LA. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Bye, Emma. Bye.